Hey everyone, welcome back to the Let's Talk podcast. I'm Flee Shaoju, your host again for the second episode today. It's a pleasure to be back hosting and moderating here again, and I sincerely hope that this episode will be a good listen for all of you. For our li- returning listeners, we're glad that you have most likely enjoyed the previous episode, and we hope today's will be entertaining for you as well. And for our new listeners, it seems that I'd have to tell you a little bit about our podcast first, shall I? So, Let's Talk is a podcast that aims to casually discuss imperative topics in a wide range from different viewpoints with the help of statistics. Our podcast is organized together by a group of close friends, you could say, and our school's community service program is what technically led to this podcast, but we are also doing this podcast for our own enjoyment. And we are looking forward to going above and beyond in exploring our topics together, and we hope that we can deliver some worthwhile insight for all of you listening. So today, we will discuss once more the topic of mental health and quarantine. As a continuation of our previous episode, we will be taking on a more general spectrum to get a bigger picture on the issue. I would highly recommend you to actually check out and listen to our previous episode before you continue with this one, as that will be helpful for you in gaining some more insight regarding what we'll be speaking about today. And continuing on, today here with us, we have, well, the same super cool guests we had last time. Here we have three of our team's great members with us, who were also here last time to speak about this topic. Let's reintroduce ourselves briefly, so we can start from Gabby. Hello, my name is Gabby Orgesel, preferably Gabby. I am a 10th grader that gets mistaken for a 6th grader. It's nice to meet you. On to Natasha. Hi, my name is Natasha. You can call me Nata, Nanat, Natasha, whatever you want. It's okay. Um, I'm 14 years old. I'm from 9B. And yeah, I think that's it. And lastly, Odlin. Hi, I'm Odlin. I'm currently in 9A. And I'll be joining you all as a guest today. So looking forward to it. Great, thank you. So, well, you may have noticed that there are three speakers while last time there were four. Well, that's because unfortunately for now, one of our speakers, Margie, is currently busy with some of her personal schedules and activities and thus she will be coming a bit late to today's episode. Nonetheless, we hope that we'd still be able to present to you a fruitful discussion. Firstly, just a small check-in. School starting to drop a pile of projects, not only projects, but tasks in general as well, right? So how are y'all putting up with that so far? Anyone who wants to speak? Uh, personally, with projects, it's been a lot more difficult since uh, at this uh, at this current term, I was ex- my expectations were to have the projects slowly pile up. I didn't expect it to be piled up in the same week. So it's a bit stressful, but I think I can manage, honestly. Um, uh, for our class in 9B, um, our homeroom has actually taken notice of this and has informed us to actually um, tell the teachers. So I guess that's something. Okay, so for me, I feel like uh, with the same as Gabby, I feel like a lot of the projects are piling up in the same week. So let's just say that this week, like, uh, week in which we are recording this podcast right now um there are at least three projects that we need to submit and i feel like that's pretty brutal especially for us uh i don't know teenagers who are still stuck at home and probably has a lot of um issues going around with us um i'm just going to say that yeah i feel like a lot of the 
assignments and projects that are given to us are a bit heavy. They're quite stressful, and I feel like we lack of like we lack motivation. But I still feel like we're trying our best to submit all of these assignments and projects uh, during the due date. So yeah, that's it. So yeah, um, for me, I guess the projects are quite piled up. Not only from this term. But from last term because I was very behind. But um, yeah, the teachers have been giving me opportunities to meet with them in asynchronous in order to help me finish my task. And um, honestly, I'm not quite aware about what project is ongoing. But occasionally, I'd get my classmates constantly texting me about what project is what, and I'd do it with them. But I think. In terms of individual projects that might exist, I probably had no idea they even exist. So um, yeah, I don't think I'm doing that well in school, but I'm trying to catch up lately. So I guess for school, that's it for me, honestly. Mm-hmm. Okay, I get you. I get you. So yeah, the projects came quite in a sudden, so it might be difficult, and I understand that. And I'm glad that. You're, some of you are getting help from the teachers, and that you're trying your best on this. Well, once more, there's a correlation between that and mental health, and all those tasks and probably other things you're dealing with too will eventually affect your mental health. And as I've stated earlier, since we're going to discuss mental health in quarantine, well, quarantine is a very new situation, and much has changed, including the prevalence of mental health issues. And from the from the things I've read personally, stress has been quite more evident and present. And I'm sure that our speakers here have done some substantial research, same as the previous episode. So, based on your research, what are the most prevalent mental health issues currently? Does anyone want to speak? Gabby, I think one mental health issue that's really stood out to me to all of our sources. Wait, not really our sources. I did my own research. Oops, but I think one mental health issue that should be taken seriously would be um, I don't really know how to put it to words, but piling yourself with things to do so it feels like you aren't procrastinating. I don't really, I I don't really think it's something com- official, but I do think it's a problem that we all need to understand should be taken seriously, since uh. As I've read, it's a form of escapism for those who need it. So to not feel guilty with the things that they actually need to do, they'll do things that are technically, um, you could say, they're technically useful, but they aren't really finishing the job. I think from what I've read in all our sources, it was such an apparent issue, but it it, it would always get glossed over in all the papers. So I think that's important. And it, this isn't really me speaking in personal experience, but I've seen my friends experience this by piling themselves up with other unnecessary things when there are things that are actually like stressing them out. So I think that's something we should pay attention to. Uh, anyone else? Okay, so for me, I've noticed with a lot of the. Um, so I've been doing research by my own, just like Abby. And I feel like with a lot of the researchers uh, I've seen, when the results of the research uh, or like experiments, a lot of the people who are in quarantine right now, uh, teenagers, they suffer from 
anxiety and depression a lot of the teenagers i feel like it's because um they are bored of the repetitive uh routine daily routine because we literally sit in front of our laptops and we have to listen to our teachers for like eight hours straight wait not really but like yeah you get the point um i feel like a lot of us are really tired of that and because of the stress of homeworks and assignments and projects piling up uh, i feel like a lot of us just can't get a hold of this current situation and i think we should really 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 uh, pay attention to that like a lot of people think that oh you're just stressed or like oh you're a teenager you you wouldn't feel stressed you're just a teenager you're not an adult um you wouldn't feel stressed or a lot of our parents would say that but in reality i feel like obviously mental health could worsen since you're a child like it doesn't really matter um you could get mental illnesses and disorders since you're a child right so i feel like we should really really think about how this quarantine is affecting us and how we could prevent um us from developing mental illnesses and disorders and for us to actually feel better about ourselves and our current situation our mental well-being um because without all of that i feel like this quarantine would really 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 impact a lot of the teenagers heavily like i mean it it has but if this keeps on going on until i don't know when i feel like a lot of teenagers uh like me and you um i feel like it could just really really be stressful and so i really really want to bring attention to that so yeah so um yeah i think that currently covid has made um not only teenagers but adults mental health to be worse compared to before because like jobs people are struggling with jobs and of course teenagers are also struggling with online school and according to the research i've done the most me- prevalent mental illness currently is um major depression, alcohol abuse, social anxiety disorder, and conduct disorder. And um, I think that uh, people should pay more attention to mental health because some people might, some people who are close to you might actually have a mental health issue and like people around them just don't notice. Yet the person with the mental health issue would be um, too scared to tell people around them because, yeah, from a perspective of a person with depression, I would think that they think that they're just going to burden people around them with how much they're feeling. Yeah, so I think that, yeah, people everywhere is actually... suffering with mental disorders, mental illnesses, because like, you know, stress is also getting, the stress level of everyone's just getting higher as the pandemic goes further. So people would actually need coping mechanism, like some people would resort to alcohol, for example. And yeah, I think that's my opinion on mental illnesses and what's most prevalent in the pandemic. Let me just write some stuff down. By the way, Gabby, I like your eyebrows. 
just cut that out. Yeah, okay. it's really cool, actually. <laughs> and Natasha, I like your bangs. I like your cut, G. Okay, so I'm gonna get into it. Someone cut this out. Okay. the information i'm sure that that's some useful information for you all so it's true that teenagers adults and generally those in relation with online school and quarantine they have been more inflicted towards mental health issues and i also agree that mental health should be something that is paid great attention towards and additionally i've noticed that some of you have mentioned numerous factors connected with our topic aside from the main top the main factors which are pandemic or school itself so let's kick off a discussion Aside from the pandemic or school itself, based on your experience or research, are there any factors you're aware of that you think can affect mental health right now? Gabby? I think one thing that uh, affect our mental health, like especially right now in quarantine, it would definitely be uh, the friends that we have currently. Like personally, I feel that I feel like I'm incredibly grateful that I have friends like you guys. Who I can just send a message with like a weird cat, and you guys would just respond and say, "Hey, do you need anything?" Because at the same time, if I didn't have you guys, I wouldn't be able to. Let's just say I don't. I don't think I'll, I'd be I'd be able to keep uh, to be healthy. I'd, I'd I'd probably get desperate for like interaction since the only interaction we probably get would be from either our family or our online friends or something like that i'm just really grateful okay i know i know it, it, i know it's happy but like I, I i really am just grateful to have you guys and i think another thing that no same thing but the, uh, the one thing i i can completely understand that will, that will affect someone's mental health will definitely be the the family they're living with whether or not they have a good relations with them or not because i I'm, I have a good family, they're nice to me, and yeah, the bare minimum, but it works. <laughs> Joking, um, anyways, um, but I, I, think, I think they're cool, but uh, one major factor as students uh, is how our family is treating us and how things are. Thank you. Anyone else wants to take care? like to say that uh, with this pandemic situation I do have to agree that um, friends have really been helping me with um, coping because uh, for me I have been really really stressed out about um, assignments projects like I would like one day actually uh, one hour I'd be like oh my god I really need to do my assignments but then I ended up like overthinking about the assignments and how I probably won't be able to finish it and then the next hour I'd be like wait I actually do really need to finish it and then I and then it's just this weird cycle um going on and on and on about just me not being able to um just do my tasks even though it's really really important like I'm just been really really procrastinating uh, these days, which is uh, obviously my fault. I, I should really, really stop doing that. But um, with my friends, especially, they really, really give me motivation. Because um, 
a lot of my friends actually they're really really diligent haha uh-huh, Gabby <laughs> anyways uh, yeah a lot of my friends have been really really diligent with doing their homeworks like they would stay up uh, late at night just doing their homeworks like uh, a lot of my friends they just really really give me motivation to start doing um, my assignments instead of just complaining about how difficult they actually are so um, yeah props to my friends and besides that uh with my family specifically i feel like um yeah we've been pretty chill i've been getting a lot of support and i feel like that's really really cool um i'd also like to note about how um i feel like a lot of the teachers have also uh cared for us quite a bit which i really really appreciate because um i think they also understand how stressful we are because they're also in the same situation with us aka the pandemic And so um, I feel like they also understand how doing assignments online by yourself and not really being able to ask other uh, ask teachers is actually pretty pretty stressful. So yeah, I just like to say that this pandemic, um, with the help of friends, uh, family, and teachers, I feel like it's been pretty okay at least for me. It's been pretty cool. So yeah, that's it. Pajoko would come for my throat, <laughs> but now he's actually a lot more understandable and and this and is completely okay with it. Especially since for me, one of my one of my issues, not really issues, but I always had this problem where my my little brother would always like take the extra paper I usually use for school, so I would never have enough paper. And this is the Pajoko uh, specifically. Uh, he's actually uh, understood and allowed me to use. Uh, digital writing as a conversation for for paper so i think that's one thing we should know so i don't think that uh, teachers the how teachers treat us uh, does affect our mental health and i'd like to say thank you to our teachers so um back to the question so besides the pandemic and school itself i think that Just like Gabby and Natasha said, family and friends is a major, like, sore. <laughs> so yeah, back to the question. I think that besides the pandemic or school, as Gabby and Natasha has mentioned, family and friends could affect your mental health either positively or negatively because like if your communication with your parents or your sisters or your peers are 
not the best or, or very bad, okay, let's say, it would affect your mental health very badly because in the pandemic, you can't really rely on anyone else besides either your family or your friends. So it's like they're the factor in which like affects our mental well-being overall. So if you have a good relation with the both of them, you're more likely going to be um, adapting and yeah, able to, you know, cooperate better and adapt better and yeah, things like that. But like, with a bad relationship, you're more likely destroy your mental health because you know fights will happen and like I think are a major cause of depression because you know if we were to fight with them it would affect our mental health very badly so yeah factors that affect mental health besides pandemic or school itself saying this is bad or anything but it's more like it, it just means that oh well we're we're, we're, be, we're teaching ourselves uh our own form of self-discipline discipline i guess i don't really know since personally um a learning environment is very important as credited to ibu Nick. a learning environment is incredibly important so you should set up an area for you to study I guess something like that and I don't really know how, I, I'm trying to relate it to mental health but I do think it will it is it does affect your mental health since if you don't finish um, your work personally I feel a lot of guilt so it would like crack on my mental health but I don't know I want to hear Natasha's statement that's okay yeah for me um, I also feel like if I'm not doing my assignments, I feel very, very guilty as well. I feel like uh, I'm not doing enough for school. I feel like I should have been doing a lot better with my academics and like, um, yeah, I just feel like there's just something I could do more. Like I should be working harder in order for me to get like better scores, better grades because um, so we have like this checklist system in our class log, right? Um, there are quite a lot of uh, assignments that have been done, or at least the ones I have been checklist, right? Uh, because I forgot to check this log. Um, but yeah, um, 
with this checklist system, I feel really, really guilty when I'm not uh, able to finish uh, an assignment, which I mean, that just shows how effective the checklist system is. But at the same time, it's also just pushing students to uh, do their assignments, which uh, first of all, it could be a good thing. Second of all, it could also be bad for their mental health. Um, not going to say uh, much, but I feel like uh, a lot of the teachers, not a lot, but I feel like some of the teachers might be pushing their students a bit too hard, like for calling them out, or let's just say not doing the assignments or not checklisting the checklist, which I feel like a lot of people can relate, um, especially for me. But I feel like this could also impact the students in, so let's just say um, they could feel humiliated and they would feel quite annoyed that uh, their teacher, for example, is forcing them, uh, quote-unquote forcing them to finish the assignment. So yeah, I feel like um, with assignments, um, assignments could affect how students are doing them, I mean doing the assignments, or also affecting how the students are I don't know, mental health are doing. Like, for example, if I was having a great day and suddenly I have five assignments to do, I would feel really, really, really stressed. I would feel insanely um, frustrated that I should be doing this, like these assignments right now. So, um, yeah, I feel like with these assignments, um, it really, really does impact students' mental health in a way that um, maybe some people don't understand like a uh, student's mental health could already be very very bad and then these assignments just suddenly came in piling in and you know destroying their mental health even further so like yeah i really want to hear Arvin's opinion about this because like she has quite a lot to say okay yeah i think that um of course your relations with teachers and assignments will also affect your mental health, of course. Um, and like, I think, yeah, you need to have a good relation with not only your family and friends, but your teachers as well, because like, I think that, yeah, teachers might actually call you out for not finishing your assignments and that like, yeah, the fear of not, the fear of like, being called out might actually make you do the assignments but like I think that the amount of assignments that they give us might be stressful for like some people because like some people are able to adapt faster than another yeah person honestly I think that's really all for my opinion about this one yeah thank you can I get the honesty then um just to, I just want to continue with Natasha's point. Um, I agree with the um, what's it called? The is it? It's not a bulletin system. It's like yeah, it's a it's it's, it's a check mark thing. I agree that it's actually really effective, since for me the to do this system uh, in Google Classroom was actually enough to make me feel bad, since I'd always get notifications of things that aren't done, like while I'm scrolling through my phone, which makes me feel way more terrible. And since I think I I think I understand. Actually, I never understood the... At first, I never really understood the purpose of the bulletin system since you already had the to-do system. But now that I think about it, I, it, it, it is useful since it will always remind students to actually do 
their work since and also it's I think it's also another form of indirect peer pressure since if you don't check market then people will see that you aren't done with it and that'll affect how they do you and especially for people who are anxious about their social about their like image to other people that will affect affect them and like make them want to finish it. In some way I do think that's a bit toxic but it's efficient. Um yeah I think that's it from my extra point. Okay, I see well thank you for mentioning all that. Personally I agree with all of them and especially in terms of friendship actually well yeah there's a screen that acts like a country border between us but the calls we have the chats I guess all that Alden Margin, so much more people. They have really fun calls and listening and talking in them. It's really fun. No joke. And small credit to Discord. Okay, small inside joke mention. Sorry, everyone. Our grade had a debate activity in like a global perspectives class, and I became like an angry soccer mom who hates technology or AI, whatever you want to call it. And though Groovy from Discord isn't AI technically, but this time I gotta love technology and call Groovy please song songs for me, Hitori Janai by 17, or Love Me or Leave Me by Day 6, L, everything Groovy plays them. So thank you Groovy, and thank you my friends. Bestie Groovy, I stand you. And anyways, I believe that each of you have been feeling a certain mental health effect from the pandemic, as you have, well, spoken of it in the previous episode, but I also believe that there's a wider range to the effects of the pandemic. So in general, how do you each currently feel about the situation in the pandemic? Personally, I feel like uh, thinking out of like my own eyes as a student, I think the pandemic has affected the economy a lot. Like people are losing, like as Alden said, people are losing their jobs. There's no there, there's no stability or protection. Things aren't doing too well. Like the welfare of of the people, medication is being rushed to fix the pandemic. I think it's a really stressful situation for everyone and it's not even I, I don't think it's stressful can like capture how much how how just how much is how much this pandemic hurts for people people have lost like friends family like from covid or from other reasons so I do think that this this pandemic as a whole has hasn't been too great but as I mentioned in the previous podcast, I think there's also an upside to being locked up in our own homes, uh, usually by ourselves or something like that. It would, it would, for me at least, it would be the amount of like time I spent thinking and just rethinking about my future, who I am, and like what I, what I'm, what I want to be, and who I want to be. Oh, well, it's, it's a lot of things I've been trying to ignore because I don't really want to think about those kind of depressing things but at some point due to the pandemic with all the freedom I have I just can't help but wonder and I have faced those so I think generally the pandemic has ups ups and downs but I do appreciate it in some way the pandemic in general I feel like um, just like Gabby has said it has a lot of ups and downs for me personally I feel like um, the ups is that uh, I could spend a lot more time for myself 
and um, I actually have personal space now that I don't have to socialize like most of the time at school, like offline school, because now we're just confined in your small room and uh, you have to attend online class using Zoom and just, I don't know, look at the screen, right? So yeah, I feel like the pros for me is that I don't really have to socialize much. Um, because now that I can actually spend more time with myself, I could uh, figure out a lot more things about myself as well. But for the cons, I feel like for me, um, this pandemic, uh, because of the pandemic, I feel like I am very, very bored of my life right now. It's actually kind of depressing uh, knowing that I have to spend every like, every day just doing homeworks and yeah, just having to attend Zoom meetings on a regular basis. Like, that's just my um, my daily routine now because I'm not really allowed to go outside because safety precautions and yeah, the only thing keeping me going is actually like Discord calls. <laughs> as as already said, it, yeah, it is very very fun. Um, yeah, as I said before, um, my friends give me motivation to study, do my homework. Um, so um, yeah, I feel like without the support of people around me, this pandemic would have really, really sucked. But it didn't really because there are people around me, so that's cool. Um, so yeah, I really, really do hope that uh, the pandemic will be over soon. Because although the pros for me is like a lifetime opportunity, because when is the last time you'd ever think you'd be in a pandemic where you would have to be in your household? Like, that actually, that sounds really cool for me. Like, I really like to stay at home. But problem is, uh, it's, it's kind of, it's starting to make me feel crazy. Like, I don't know. As much as I don't like socializing with other people sometimes, I do actually want to meet my friends and talk to them in person because, you know, I'm lonely. <laughs> Okay, so that's it, actually. So, yeah, I feel the same way like um, Gabby and Natasha. Like, the only thing keeping me going is calls with my friends, either in real life or online, because um, I've been playing some chess with my online friends as well. So, it's been entertaining. And, yeah, I think that... Uh, now the vaccines are out, the pandemic might not be ongoing for long, but uh, I think that it's a good thing because we, we're going to be able to go back to offline schools. Yeah, I think online school is a, it's honestly subjective because like people, some people would prefer online school compared to offline, but some people would prefer offline to online. And I'm the type of person who would actually prefer to go offline because online, yeah, probably repeating topics, but my scores have decreased really badly. But yeah, I think that the pandemic will get better soon. So that's my opinion regarding the pandemic. Does anyone else have anything to say regarding the pandemic or? Sure, sure. Uh, I just wanted to add it to what Natasha said. I I, I honestly agree with you, but. For me personally, I think the major difference between the pandemic and what used to be the normal is that, like, 
in the past we could choose to call or not or like what to do and what not to do who to be with and who to not be with but i think the thing with the pandemic is like it really does just force you to stay by yourself or not stay not even not just stay by yourself really it's more like stay just stay still because I mean, as, as an introvert, like, I think I, at first I, I thought it was amazing that the pandemic, I was like, hell, heck yeah, damn, I'm getting free time, I'll, I'll be by myself, no more people, but at the same time, now that I think about it, I'm starting to appreciate it more due to the pandemic since, I don't know, it's like, this the, I don't know, this illusion of choice and getting to make them, it does, it does affect, like, how you experience things, especially since the pandemic itself is, I don't know, I don't know when it'll end, hopefully it'll end soon, but this, the pandemic itself has, it's a bit weird to me, honestly, I don't really know how to feel about it, but I do think, uh, with your point, that I do agree with you, it's just that, to me personally, I don't think I'm appreciating as much just because if this if this if we could choose like when when or when not to leave then I think I'd be would be okay with the pandemic but it's just we we really we just have to so it'll end quicker so I don't know just repeating things but just uh, yes you know speak go ahead I think that's it yeah okay so great points you mentioned and i personally agree with how it has its ups and downs as in this pandemic and i believe as well that i've developed more personal understanding and interest just like you said and at the same time my sleep schedule is dying but now back onto the mental health side the world has a certain view on mental health and there's still a resonating stigma you could say towards it at some point to a certain degree and with the extreme shift of the spoken of and more understood. Generally, it has grown as a presumably more important and important topic now, but there's still a certain shield around it and that is somehow understandable due to the past, but however, given that a simple majority of us do want to put a spotlight on the issue of mental health, especially amidst this pandemic in quarantine, as a final question for the day and an important one, what are your hopes for society's perception and understanding of mental health? Personally, although my hopes and expectations are completely different, I do hope that society as a whole changes their view of mental health. Although I can see it happen with our generation since we're not really more well-educated, but we were, we noticed it a lot more compared to the previous one. As I, I hope that society understands that we're all not walking, talking robots. If you want that, let's go get AI. And I know Felicia Audrey's against that. But, like, I just hope that maybe society will be able to understand that we are human and don't pressure us to be something that we're not. We're still, we're still trying to come to, come to understand that just because your physical well-being is okay does not mean your brain what's, what's going on to your brain isn't so honestly my hopes is just that 
apply to tones on our expectations to other people. I guess that's it. Um, in my opinion, my expectations uh, for society is that I just wish that people would actually take mental health seriously um, because obviously mental health is really important. I just don't want people to joke around about it and treating it as if it's nothing, but in reality, it's really, really like crucial. Like mental health is literally a part of someone's health. It's not just physical health. Like, mental health is part of health, obviously. Um, your emo- your emotional well-being is very, very important. And so, I feel like with people joking around about it, making like um, quite offensive jokes actually about mental health, I feel like. Um, People should really, really try to understand how people feel in this pandemic and just their situation overall. Like, um, I honestly sort of understand why the older generations um, uh, sort of not understanding the mental health concept well. Like, since um, they aren't really exposed, they weren't really exposed to the internet. I would understand why they don't really understand much about mental health. Like, um, I would understand why they don't know much about depression, anxiety, and other common mental about mental health illnesses. Um, I would understand why, because they weren't really exposed to these sort of like information when they were young or when they were in they were teenagers. So um yeah, but still, it's still not a, an excuse to. Not educate yourself now, especially with the internet and um, Google being a free service that you can literally just use right now. Um, yeah, it's still not an excuse to joke around about mental health and not try to um, uh, learn about it. You know, because I I literally saw a video of someone comparing uh, how they got abused as a child and uh, how like um, this generation is literally um, calling their parents abusive even when they only got like pinched for example like um, first of all I don't think it's okay to compare yourself your situation with other people's situation because obviously our mental health capacity is we can um, different people have different breakdown when um, I just see your friends with you, maybe some people don't, but it's still not a good idea to compare yourself and treat other people's mental health as if it's a joke, as if yours, um, your situation is a lot better than theirs and that um, mental health should just, I don't know, not be taken seriously. When in reality, mental health really does support everything and it's like the hard part. I just really want um, the society to really, really appreciate um, each other and to actually care about each other's mental health in order for us to keep on living. Passing on to Audio. So, yeah, um, about society's views on mental health, mental health is stigmatized to be a very bad thing. Currently, as in people view mental health as if, as if like it's not exactly valid. Some people, at least what I've noticed, yeah, as in like um, 
some people with depression might be marked as someone who is just attention seeking, someone with um, mental disorders such as uh, yeah, some people would actually dismiss those and call them like faking it. But what I've noticed apparently, like from what I've yeah, I've been talking to a few online friends. But what I've noticed is that some online friends of mine actually take pride in their mental illnesses, and it's something that you're not supposed to do. Like mental illnesses, they they exist. However, it's not something that you should exactly take pride on. People like people would actually say like, "Hey guys, you know something? I'm depressed. You know, I have." If it's a good thing, and they're a- they're actually competing on who has the worst life, and I don't know, just seeing it actually makes me quite uh, quite disappointed, I guess, about how people would actually uh, see mental illness as something that could be worn like a badge, as in like they deserve more. They feel entitled to something because of their mental illnesses, and I don't think it's something exactly that's good. But I believe that society also should slowly change to seeing mental health as a better, as like something that could happen to every human, and that um, I think that society also should see mental illness as something that should be diagnosed before self-diagnosing. Because I've noticed that some people would self-diagnose and say, Guys, I have schizophrenia. Oh, where did you get it from? Oh, did, did you check to the doctor? And they're just like, no, I think I do because I have the symptoms. And to me, it just doesn't make sense because you're not a certified psychologist or therapist. Yeah. So I think that's just my opinion regarding it. Yeah, you should be diagnosed, but society should also be more open-minded regarding those who are potentially mentally ill. And uh, yeah, that's my opinion regarding it. Okay, that's all. Thank you. I'd like to add up uh, from Arlen's opinion. I feel like a lot of people uh, these days, they self-diagnose, obviously, as Arlen said. They would just take, um, let's just say, this random online quiz from the internet, from Google, um, and they would take this quiz to find out if, for example, they have depression, or they have anxiety, they have PD, or I don't know, like other mental illnesses. Like, uh, some people actually do that, and they actually do think that they are, um, they actually have this mental illness or disorder, but in reality, they probably don't. And um, it's sort of, it could be, sort of be harmful, especially to people who actually have these mental illnesses and disorders. It's because it's like, yeah, it just could be potentially harmful. And so I expect society to stop um, self-diagnosing themselves and try to actually go to a certified psychologist or therapist to find out about their own problems and get properly diagnosed. And another topic I would like to touch upon um, is fetishization of mental illnesses, disorders, and eating disorders. So, um, I've seen a lot of people on social media, let's just say like Instagram, TikTok, talk about how they actually want to get eating disorders. So, let's just say the popular ones, obviously being uh, 
uh, the quote-unquote popular ones being talked about uh, being anorexia and anemia. Um, yeah, um, a lot of people in the internet for some odd reason, like uh, these people specifically, um, they say that they would like to get anorexia and bulimia just so that they could lose weight. Like, these people, they don't actually get like proper education, like they don't get themselves educated about eating disorders and just think that oh it's a way to lose weight you know like it's a way to lose weight very very fast and just think about like the quote-unquote pros and benefits of these eating disorders which are actually pretty bad like they don't think about how these how the people with these eating disorders feel like they don't think about how people are actually suffering from these mental illnesses when they when they actually don't want to get Um, 
mental illness and it and due to her media. Reason wise, but that 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 one show it genuinely showed how people how like the media is fetishized thing and just how misrepresented mental illness is. Like look at look at um BPD. Uh, uh, I forgot what show, but it was the guy who played as Spider Man. He got casted for it when he doesn't even have BPD and. The script itself was terrible, and so you know, I don't know. Honestly, I don't understand. This is really difficult because I'm in no position to say anything since I don't have these. But seeing people say they do with the most vaguest reasons ever, it upsets me honestly. But in the end, I just, I just hope that they get the education that they. Or at least trying to talk to them is uh, at this point pointless since they're hard-headed about being quirky and special. Audrey signing off for the day. Have a great day and talk to you later.